From the Financial Times in London, I'm Martin Arnold, the FT's banking editor, and this is FT News. Four former Goldman Sachs employees have won the right to lead a class action lawsuit over sexual discrimination more than seven years after two of them accused the Wall Street Bank of systemically favouring men over women. The original claimants sued the bank in 2010, accusing it of company-wide policies and practices that led to better pay and promotion prospects for its male employees. Now, a federal judge in Manhattan has ruled that the part of the complaint relating to gender discrimination can proceed to trial. And with me in the studio to discuss this is Hannah Murphy, our city correspondent. Hannah, what are the complaints against Goldman and how come it's taken so long for this to come to fruition? The class action laws, it's based on historic events dating back to the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, you've got four women, all Goldman Sachs employees, claiming that the bank's policies led to better pay and promotion prospects for male employees in the US, while the female staff were discriminated against. The judge, in her ruling looking at this, dismissed one of the original parts of the complaint, which alleged that Goldman had fostered this sort of discriminatory boys club type atmosphere where women were sort of routinely sexualized. So that part was dismissed by the court. But the four women will now be able to press ahead with the rest of the claims, which is essentially that the company knowingly had policies which, in their words, had this disparate impact on women. The judge referred to both anecdotal and statistical evidence in her ruling. So she cited an expert report that showed that female vice presidents at Goldman were paid 21% less than their male counterparts and female associates were paid 8% less. And as to anecdotal evidence, the judge said that she'd received sort of emails, business records, internal and external complaints around a whole range of things from sort of sexual harassment of women by male colleagues, gender stereotyping, pregnancy stereotyping, Mm. verbal abuse, sexualised banter. Right. That's uh, pretty damning stuff. What did Goldman say in response to this? The bankers denied all the claims, but the judge said that the claimants had provided significant proof, both that this had gone ahead, but also that Goldman was aware of these gender disparities and had failed to resolve them. Okay. Clearly, in today's climate, with the whole Me Too movement, this is pretty damning for Goldman. But how bad could it be, this suit? Because there's more than just these four women that could join it now, right? Right. So it could be significant financially. So if successful, it's a class action lawsuit. So that would mean as many as 2,300 women would be eligible for compensation. So that's all female associates and vice presidents who've worked in Goldman's three main revenue-producing divisions in New York since July 2002. And if they were based elsewhere in the US, that would be from September 2004. So that's sort of the financial impact. But it could also, as you say, be significant reputationally. It's coming at a time of sort of growing pressure on companies, not just financial services companies, to improve conditions for women in the workplace, whether that be around better pay, ensuring greater representation at senior level, wiping out discrimination. As you say, we've had a number of awareness campaigns, such as the Me Too campaign around sexual harassment, which went viral towards the end of last year. Our colleague Madison's coverage of sexual misconduct at the Men Only fundraising dinner in London, which was attended by people in the finance industry, among others. 
And then you've also got gender pay coming under a harsher spotlight from regulators as well as the public. So in the UK, this week, new rules are coming in that will require all big companies to publish their the average gap. This week, yeah, exactly, online. Goldman have already reported, I think. Yeah, so for Goldman, the picture isn't too rosy. Of 32 people on their management committee, four are women, and looking specifically at their UK gender pay gap, which they reported last month, that stood at 36.4% average. But last month, the company announced putting in new targets. So uh, one target was to ensure that women make up half of its new analysts by 2021. And it hopes to broaden that out in future. So it looks like it's trying to take action to tackle this. Well, we'll see. Thank you, Hannah. This is a segment from the FT Banking Weekly podcast, which comes out every Tuesday and can be downloaded from all the usual podcast apps. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.